This is the Westwards podcast, a fortnightly production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. Western Sydney is located on the traditional lands of the Darug, Gunungurra and Tharawal nations, and we acknowledge and offer our respects to all Indigenous people and to their Elders past, present and emerging. Opinions and views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of the Westwards organisation. If you'd like to ask questions, offer feedback or simply learn more about what we do at Westwards, please visit westwards.com.au. All right, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Westwards podcast for today, Friday the 19th of February 2021. My name is James Roy, I'm the producer at Westwards, which is a Western Sydney literature organisation. It's the uh, second of our news, views and interviews podcast for this year, but it's actually a new year for uh, in, the, in the Chinese calendar. The happy Chinese New Year to all of you. Uh, it's the year of the ox, which um, it was the year of the rat. And uh, look, no, I don't want to disparage anyone who happens to be uh, from, uh, have a birthday in the year of the rat or any, anything like that. But last year was kind of horrible, wasn't it? So let's hope that the ox is, uh, the year of the ox is going to be a little bit better. So uh, welcome to today's podcast. We have a couple of interesting things to tell you about, something very exciting in fact. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, there's a couple of bits of news, but in the meantime, we'll have a quote from today's birthday boy. Now, if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you'll know that one of the things that we do like to do is have a quote of the day. Uh, I've got three quotes today from the same person. Now, there are a number of different people I could have chosen today. Uh, there was uh, Umberto Eco died on this day a few years back, and there's a whole whole raft of other people we could have chosen. But in the end, I went with this person. I went with Jeff Daniels. Uh, now, Jeff Daniels is a, an actor from the United States and a playwright and a, and a director as well. I think he's a musician. He, it's hard to know what he was best known for because he's actually been in all sorts of uh, different, different things. He's, he's won awards for his acting on television. He's been nominated for Tony Awards for his theatre uh, performance. He he actually starred in uh, Aaron Sorkin's um, production of To Kill a Mockingbird as Atticus Finch, and I would have very much liked to have seen that. He so let's back up a little bit. He's uh, sixty six today, born in nineteen fifty five, and uh, as I say, he he is known for a whole bunch of different kinds of uh, of movies and, and plays and, and so forth. Now you could in, in television, of course, you could go, Oh, he's the guy from terms of endearment and you'd be right. Or you could say, Oh, he was the uh, chap who, who starred opposite Mia Farrow in, uh, Woody Allen's movie, Purple Rose of Cairo. And you'd be absolutely right. You could say, Oh, he was in speed, wasn't he? With, uh, with Sandra Bullock, an action movie. And once again, you'd be exactly right. Then you might say, oh, wasn't he in The Hours with, with Nicole Kidman? Yes, he was. Wasn't he the guy who stuck his tongue on the frozen uh, ski lift in that movie Dumb and Dumber with Jim Carrey? And you'd go, uh, yeah, he was that guy as well. And wasn't he also the, the gentleman who 
who gave that what became quite a viral uh, performance on the first scene of the TV show, The Newsroom. Now, I had The Newsroom recommended to me by a lot of people. I watched a couple of episodes, and it wasn't Jeff Daniels that made me stop watching. It was actually some other factors, mostly the fact that everybody's shouting and, and, and running around uh, in a kind of frantic and frenetic kind of way, which is part of what Aaron Sorkin did in The West Wing as well. But uh, I just it, it defied plausibility for me. I thought nobody would work more than a week in that place because everyone was just so highly wired and, and, and stressed. But that's what makes good television. But he was in the newsroom. Uh, that first scene is, uh, that I'm talking about from, from that show was when the, uh, somebody asks him in, at a Q&A session why America is the best country in the world. And his answer is whoever said it was and then he has this fairly savage takedown of of all sorts of things and it's quite wonderful and it's top draw writing of course by Aaron Sorkin and also top, top draw acting by Jeff Daniels. Uh, he was also most recently in The Comey Rule which is uh, a, I'm not sure which platform that's on, is it Netflix or is it Stan, one of those, but it's he plays James Comey opposite uh, Brendan Gleeson playing Donald Trump and it's pretty good. So Jeff Daniels, he's a he's a multi-talented guy who who plays all sorts of roles, and that's really the context of the three quotes I've got for you today from from Jeff Daniels. The first one he said is this: uh, "There is no best anything in art," and I suppose what he's saying there is that art is such a subjective thing. It's probably easy to recognise something that is bad in art, and you can see what see what is good in art, but how do you make a determination of what is better than something else? It's not, a, it's not like a game of cricket where you can objectively look at statistics and say, oh, he's a better batsman than he was or, or whatever. And you, you can't just look at sales and go, this person is a better musician than that person because they sold more records. That, that would also be a, uh, a fairly fraught kind of exercise. In art, no, it's so subjective and... How, who, who's the better landscape painter? Is it Streeton or is it Tom Roberts or is it uh, Jeffrey Smart? Uh, who's a better portrait painter? Who's a better, the better violinist? Who is the better actor? And uh, we can take what he said there and, and, and what we can take from that, I suppose, is to say that you really need to make your art your own and you be the best. It sounds like a cliche, doesn't it? It sounds like a horrible cliche, but be the best you that you can be which kind of leads into the second quote from Jeff Daniels and it's this the biggest compliment I think an actor can get is I can't imagine anyone else in the role so here's a little exercise for you have a think about the art that you create the artistic field that you work within and ask yourself whether you're working in it in such a way that if anybody were to look at what you did, they would go, that is such a unique thing that you do. The style that you use is so much you that we can recognise it uh, and can't imagine anyone else doing it other than you. Again, it doesn't come down to who's doing it better or worse, but there's a certain authenticity that we should try and strive for. And the third quote kind of leads back into the two that we've just talked about, and that is, Jeff Daniel said, I never said I'm going to be a big star. I said I'm going to be a good actor. And that took the pressure off. And again, think about the, uh, the art form that you 
practice that you prefer and, and ask yourself, am I trying to be the biggest star in the partic this particular artistic world or am I just trying to do good work? Because good work is what gets remembered, good work is what has the impact and good work I think is probably what is most rewarding for, for most of us when we look back and go, and, and of course we'd all like to be the big star, we'd all like to be making millions. We'd all like to be raking in the royalties or, or the audience members and, and we need to strive to, to reach as many people as we can in our, in our art. But at the same time, I don't think we should be selling out what we do just to get the big numbers. Uh, just be the best actor slash writer slash artist slash musician that you can be and take the pressure off yourself. So happy birthday to Jeff Daniels, the uh, polymath who has been in so many different kinds of of movie and TV show and, and stage play. And uh, thank you for your words that help us remember that authenticity and, and personal accountability is as important as anything else. You know, I think we might just move straight into the news section because we've got some exciting things to talk about today. Uh, I'm very excited to be sharing this particular bit of news with you. But it involves a bit of a story. Now I like to communicate ideas through story. And so let me tell you a, a little story. A few weeks ago, we got a, an email in the office from someone called Rachel Evans. Now, Rachel is a journalist at the Green Left Weekly. And she and her uh, partner, Katie, own a, in a, a house, a little cottage called Daffodil Cottage up in the Blue Mountains in Katoomba. And they have this, uh, they, they live a little bit close to the city. They, they live down... Uh, down on the plain, as they say. But they have this house that they use, use occasionally, but other than that, it's not being used. They use it for some activism, friends who, who use it, and they, they, uh, they have family and friends who stay there. They stay there occasionally. But for the most part, this place is not being used. And rather than just put it on Airbnb, they very generously offered Westwards the opportunity to have some residencies there. And so for nine or ten five-night residencies over the, the rest of this year uh, and three almost two-week residencies, we will have the ability to house people there to work on some great new project. Because Katie and, uh, or even an existing project, Katie and, and Rachel are very passionate about this idea that artists need to have the space and the time and the headspace to work and also that the arts community should be helping look after each other and being generous and, and that, that's exactly what they are and we're incredibly grateful for the generosity they're showing. There are going to be 10 five-night residencies all starting on a, on a Sunday evening and wrapping up on a Friday morning over the course of the year and there are going to be three almost two-week residencies, so starting on a Sunday evening and wrapping up uh, about 11 nights later on, on the uh, Thursday morning of the following week. Now, who can use this? Well, first of all, let's talk about the house because it's, it's a great little cottage in North Katoomba. It's a walk from, from town. It's two-bedroom, but will you be, if you are successful, will you be expected to share with somebody you don't know? No, not at all, and we'll get to that in just a sec. So two bedrooms, two double bedrooms, and uh, 
a sitting area, like a lounge room and a kitchen and a dining room and an office with a computer and a printer and another workspace that can be used as a uh, art studio. Also an outdoor area for messier arts projects. It's fenced, it's got this great garden, it's fenced so that you can take your dog uh, and free Wi-Fi and all those things. And the really exciting thing about this whole residency program is that it's perfect for collaborations. So for example, if you're an illustrator and you have a, your writer for your book needs to be working with you at that particular stage of the project, or you might be a writer who needs to spend some time with your editor, or you might be an interstate writer who uh, wants to work with your editor, but they're, they're based in Sydney, you could book some time there to do that. Uh, you, you might even be a, um, an artist of, uh, who requires some assistance and you might have a carer who can be in the other room. So you wouldn't be expected to spend time living in a house with people you don't know, but the, prov the provision is there for you to have a, a collaborator, collaborator with you or, a, or another person with you. You can bring your partner, you can even bring your dog. Conditions apply. Now, well, I guess the next question is, is it free? It's not free. It's not, an, it's not expensive either by any means. Uh, the waged cost, if you're a person who earns a wage, the waged cost of a five-night residency is $225, and that's for the whole house. It's not just for, not per person. We also have a reduced special circumstances price of $175 so that uh, this opportunity can be as broad as broadly available as possible. Now, if you are after the 11-night residency, uh, that is going to be 325 for the wage price. And that money is not running a profit. It is simply covering the overheads and the cleaning and so forth so that uh, you can spend uh, the time that you need to spend on your project. Now, there are a couple of other conditions attached to these residencies. Uh, because they are very much based on uh, a project and finishing a project, we would like a report at the end as to what you've worked on. It, it, they are a submission program, so we would be asking you for some details about what you'd be working on because we will, we will be selecting the people who, who are successful. The residency, cost of the residency covers utilities and upkeep, and so we would insist that you not take paid local work because it's not an opportunity to get cheap accommodation while you do a, a schools tour or a, in the Blue Mountains or um, have a romantic getaway or whatever it is. It is a, an artistic residency. And there would also be one fairly uh, straightforward and not too onerous public engagement, which we would, which we would uh, negotiate with you so, that, so as not to make it too onerous and, and, um, and prohibitive and uh, that you would be comfortable doing it. But uh, in our experience, most residencies work best when there is a little bit of a public engagement as well. Uh, so how does the selection process work? Well, uh, go to our website, all the details are there, but you can apply by uh, sending us an email at admin at westwords.com.au with the subject line Westwards Daffodil Cottage Residency. And we just need to know a little bit about you and the work you do, uh, the project, what you'll be working on within that project and whether you need, uh, whether it needs to be a collaborative residency or, or whatever. All the details on the website, so please go there and enter. Now. The first round uh, is for three dates, and those dates are Sunday the 21st of March to Friday the 26th of March. It's a five-night residency. 
Sunday the 2nd of May to Friday the 7th of May. That's a five-night residency also. And then there's Sunday the 23rd of May to Thursday the 3rd of June. That's an 11-night residency. And uh, those applications are open right now. And they close uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks' time. So go to the website and have a look at, at, at those details. But do get on this because there will be a lot of demand for these residencies. They're a great opportunity. And we are once again incredibly grateful to uh, Rachel and Katie for thinking of us, asking us whether this is something we would like to to facilitate and, and make happen. So thank you to them. And uh, if you have any inquiries at all, get on the website. You'll find our, our email, phone number and all those things there. And hit us up. We're more than happy to give you more details about this. So I've got two more little bits of news for you. Um, the first one is the West Words Academy. I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago uh, and also in the mini masterclass last week. But uh, the West Words Academy is a year-long training program for emerging writers and multidisciplinary artists to become West Words Academians. And, and what basically what the Academy does is it provides early career development uh, for artists and supports them and mentors them to hone their craft, develop projects and seek opportunities and run arts events. Uh, there are seminars and workshops involved, but really, I guess the, the simple way to put this is this is a program that helps developing writers navigate the other aspects of the writing world that aren't putting the words on the page. So things like the way you run your business, the way you develop your brand, all those sorts of things. So applications are still open for that. There is a very small cost involved, uh, but you can go to our website and follow the links and uh, go and have a look at that. And we still have some spaces. So please uh, get on, get involved in that. If you fit the bill, if you're somebody who feels that your career is on the up, but there's a few uh, bits of information that you are lacking around the way you do all the stuff that doesn't involve creating the art itself. We've got a couple of writers groups that are starting up again. Now, the LGBTQIA plus writers group is meeting next Wednesday, uh, or the next date is Wednesday, the 3rd of March. It meets fortnightly, 6.30 till 8pm. We've got a wonderful facilitator. His name is Will Roach. He's an experienced writer and a, a really great guy, and he's a terrific facilitator. So the Parramatta one, uh, the next date is Wednesday, the 3rd of March. But we are looking at starting a group for LGBTQIA plus writers in Blacktown. So if you, if you, are th you think that might be more your thing, then watch this space because we're really hoping that that's going to be kicking off quite soon. A couple of other very quick bits of news. The African-Australian Advocacy Centre, uh, their West Words Literature Development Project is up going to be up and going again this year. So check our website for details of that. We're hoping to be running two groups in Liverpool and two groups in Blacktown. That's the plan at this stage, but uh, we're still developing that. So if, you're, if you are from an African background and you want to develop your skills as a creative writer, uh, we are going to be doing that again in a bigger and better way. As always, the readings uh, on our YouTube channel, West Words Official. We have a new reading this week from Randa Abdel Fattah. Uh, the book is called Coming of Age in the War on Terror from New South Publishing. You can go to our West Words official YouTube page to, to hear that. 
Poets Corner with David Ardes is uh, coming up on the 25th of February, so that's next Thursday, and the guest, first guest for the year will be Paul Hetherington, a distinguished Australian poet with 15 full-length collections of poetry, and he's won several awards, including uh, the West Australian Premier's Book Award, and has been shortlisted for the Kenneth Lesser Prize in the New South Wales Premier's Awards. So this will be on our YouTube channel, Westwards Official. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. The Poetry Slam, a sampler, has been put up uh, via Zoom, which is also on the YouTube channel. And as always, the podcasts and the mini masterclasses continue to roll out. So as you can tell, we're off to a flyer for 2021. Uh, we're super excited about the whole uh, the Daffodil Cottage residencies. And so we really hope that you'll spread the word about those. Uh, and we look forward to reading the applications as they come in and as we, we hopefully help some writers find the energy and the time and the headspace to actually really panel beat that piece of writing into something or, or piece of art into something that is amazing and, uh, and valuable. So I'll be back in a week with another mini masterclass. And I'll be back in a fortnight with another West Words podcast, like this one, News, Views and Interviews. But until then, as we always say on this podcast, happy creating. Happy creating.